When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 525. How to Instill Grit in Your Kids. It's a three-part process by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. And I'm your personal narrator, Joss Marie. Hello, and welcome to my show where I narrate relationship content to you every Monday through Friday. And if you're new here, just a little FYI, that parenting posts are usually scheduled towards the end of the week. And on that note, today I'll actually be sharing a parenting post by Kaylin Bruce, who explains why instilling strength of character in your kids is an important thing to do. So with that, let's get right into it and start optimizing your life. How to Instill Grit in Your Kids, It's a Three-Part Process by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. Are your kids gritty? I don't mean all-day beach adventure gritty, but mentally gritty. Grit is a learned character trait. It's something that separates the ordinary from the extraordinary. So what exactly is grit? The word grit may trigger thoughts of cowboys and hardened dudes, which probably has something to do with John Wayne's True Grit film, which was later remade, turned into a series, and loved by pretty much everyone who saw it. But grit is getting a new identity. It's being used in the psychological sense more and more. And that's what we're talking about today, mental grit. What is grit? Technically, it's defined as firmness of mind or spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger. In psychology, grit is defined as a positive, non-cognitive trait based on an individual's perseverance of effort combined with a passion for a particular long-term goal or end state, a powerful motivation to achieve an objective. Practically any article you see about grit is going to open with Angela Duckworth's research. She's the author of a book called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, and she's been studying the idea for years. Sindra Kampoff wrote somewhat of a sequel to that book. It's called Beyond Grit. I've read and highly recommend both. Other than compassion and a charitable heart, grit may be the most important character trait your child can learn. The successful people of the world rarely did it on intelligence alone. And many of the most successful people admit that they aren't the smartest, but they're all the grittiest in one way or another. So how is grit and perseverance taught? You can start with a few practices. I'll explain how I see this as a process after I explain the three parts to it. Number one, reframe failure. Your home is a safe place for your kid to fail. You should be a safe person for your kid to fail in front of. Mistakes and failures are some of the greatest teachers if we frame them that way. You don't have to use phrases like fail forward to make this effective. It's the simple act of instilling in your child that failure is a positive thing when we learn from it. 
Don't always step in and stop them before they have the chance to fail. Let your kids fail. And then coach them into understanding the lesson. Obviously, if something is going to hurt them, stop it before it happens. But I hope that's common knowledge. As your kid fails, tries again, and succeeds, encourage him to see where he started and where he is now. Number two, allow challenge. Don't be the parent that takes all opportunities for challenge away from your child. It's tough to see your kid struggling with something. You want to help her, but you've got to let her do it on her own. I've heard people who came from broken childhoods say they feel sorry for kids who are raised in a good home because they never got the opportunity to deal with adversity. That's why some of the most successful and happiest people had the worst childhoods. I'm not saying you should give your child a bad childhood, but allowing controlled challenges is the closest and safest way to instill grit in your kids. In fact, when your child grows up in a good home, that's the only way for them to get experience with adversity, and that's important experience. And number three, encourage constantly. Encouragement has to come along with learning from failure and handling challenges. The goal here is to build your child up, not tear them down. Sure, failing and challenging things will tear them down a little bit, but you'll build them up 10 times more. Our words are important. Think of all the things people said to you when you were a kid. Things they may not remember, but you do. We can't take our words back once they leave our mouths. So make them count and speak positivity into your children's lives. As I said, it's a three-part process. Number one, reframe failure. Number two, allow challenge. And number three, encourage constantly. If you follow the pattern, your child will see failure in a positive light, accept the challenge, fail, learn from failure, overcome obstacles, and fully accept your encouragement along the way. What's the point of grit? When it comes to success, whatever that ends up meaning for your child, grit seems to be the common denominator that makes it happen. The ability to focus on and achieve a goal is not common. Grit is what separates those who do from those who merely talk. Grit doesn't equate to rough. You've heard the terms roughnecked or hardened, and that's really not what I'm promoting here. Sure, thick skin is a necessary part of life, but it's not about your child being rough. It's more about being tough but not your typical schoolyard bully, fake toughness. Grit is a mental toughness, a real toughness. If we teach intentional living and deliberate practice, we're doing our kids a favor and setting them up to succeed in whatever they venture into. Instilling grit is much easier said than done. Balancing love and protection with letting your kids learn hard-won lessons is difficult, but if you're the one doing it, it's safe. We're all trying to raise mentally strong children who have unlimited potential. Grit doesn't come naturally. It's something you learn the hard way or the easy way, or not at all. Let your kids learn to be gritty the easy way. It won't be easy for you, but it will be much easier on them. You just listened to the post titled, How to Instill Grit in Your Kids. It's a three-part process by Kaylin Bruce of freedomsprout.com. Thanks to Kaylin for giving us a breakdown on grit. I know just how difficult it can be to watch your little struggling in the face of failure. But keep in mind that failures are our best teachers, and with Kaylin's three-step process, hopefully our littles will start embracing those challenges. And just quick before I go, if you'd like any more helpful life tips, go ahead and sign up for our mailing list right at oldpodcast.com. But with that, take care of yourself this weekend, and I'll see you again next week, where your optimal life awaits.